This is the ERP Advisor. The ERP Advisor's Overview of SAGE. Hello, everyone. Thank you for joining us for our webinar today. This summer, ERP Advisors Group is spotlighting the most prominent vendors in the ERP software market. Today, we will be discussing SAGE and its offerings and providing key insights into our experiences working with them. Sean, thank you so much for joining me today. Good to see you. Good to see you. Um, Sage is one of the largest ERP vendors in the market. Um, they're international with customers around the world, offices around the world. They compete with the likes of Microsoft and SAP, some of the other largest vendors. Um, with that, can you talk to us a little about a little bit about who Sage is and what they do? Sure. Yeah, it's. Um... I think I think Sage has a pretty good brand name in North America. I mean, a lot of folks that call us are from around the world. Mm-hmm. But um, I would actually even say that in Europe, I think Sage is better known than in North America. Oh, interesting. Um, yeah, Sage had purchased um, or, or had some products. And they did a, a product change years ago. I don't remember when it was. But they moved from um, calling products, and, it, and it, the organizations have changed too. Like it's, it's, it's actually a pretty interesting story that we'll get into. But um, basically, you've got a solution, Sage as a solution provider that offers ERP for a lot of different kinds of businesses, but mostly sort of small to midsize. Although they do have a product that scales up, so. Mm-hmm. You know, you've um, Sage 100, Sage uh, 300, Sage 500, but then they also have X3, Sage X3, and of course they also have Sage Intact, which we'll talk about, which was a which was a big acquisition they made several years ago. So, um, a lot of different kinds of products that uh, that Sage offers for sure. Yeah. So, with that, are there any very specific industries that they um, work more with than others, or are they pretty much a universal um, ERP platform? Yeah, you know, you're going to hear this a lot with Sage, which is it depends, and and mm-hmm. what it depends on are the specific products that that we're talking about. So, um, so you can sort of segment out Sage into um, a couple of industries that they that they serve um, really well. They've got sort of distributors. If you think about distribution business, it's really hard because you've got, you know, all kinds of purchasing and and procurement that you're doing, sales and pricing and inventory management and financials. You know, that's like a core industry, especially for organizations that are sort of that SMB, small midsize or small medium sized businesses. Mm -hmm. Um, Sage does a really, really nice job with those solutions with their Sage 100 um, and, and that product. Then they also have sort of a, a pure cloud solution called Intact um, that I believe they purchased um, just, just in the maybe the last seven or eight years here. Um, and Intact is a good application for like core financials. It's very focused on financial management. So complex financials with multi-company, um, lots of different um, countries, currencies, that kind of thing. They also have nice services functionality, projects kind of functionality in Sage Intact, as well as even some recurring billing for software companies. So, so that product sort of fits there um, really well. They've also got a construction project that's a little bit more of a legacy product, used to be called Timberline Sage 300C. Um, then they have an old product called Sage 500, which is actually a really good manufacturing solution. 
Um, and then Sage X3, which is also manufacturing, but interestingly more on the process side, although it can do some other stuff too. Um, we're actually looking at it for a food company right now. Um, and I mean, that that really kind of rounds out their, their main offering. So, so again, when we think about Sage, we always have to sort of whoop, kind of dive into which product versus say something like, um, well, NetSuite, where we think about it as just kind of one product that has different sweet success modules to it, right? Sage, you have mm-hmm. to think about these different kinds of, of uh, organizations. So um, yeah, it's, it's interesting. It's definitely an interesting product in that way. Yeah. What are some um, of the most prominent features for the different platforms and in different industries that you've worked with? Yeah. So if, if we think about um, Intact specifically, and I guess I should also say too, when we think about the, the functionality, they do have some HCM solutions. They do have some CRM solutions also for sure. So there's sort of those ancillary or adjacent products that they offer too. But, but kind of core solution, right? Like, like if, if we're talking to a software company, right, that's easy. We're going to go to Intact. You know, it can handle, um, that product can handle a lot of the, um, again, sort of billing kind of rev rec requirements, uh, financial reporting requirements, you know, really good there. Services kinds of requirements handled really well and intact for sure. Um, then if we're going to a distributor or um, even a manufacturer, you know, but distributor for sure, we're going to look at the, the Sage 100 product for sure. That's what it's sort of targeted for. And it's got pretty deep um, distribution functionality, but not super deep, right? It's mm-hmm. not really meant to be at a billion dollar distributor. It's more kind of early stage to, you know, a legacy distribution company that's maybe upwards of 50, 100 million, maybe a little bigger, maybe a little smaller, um, but good distribution functionality. And then, like I mentioned on the X3 product, that's more of kind of process manufacturing, more food kind of functionality. So, you know, you could, you could go to Sage. I think Sage, I mean, Infor has done this as well, but I think Sage has really done a good job of offering a a basket of different kinds of products to their legacy customers, right? Because Mm -hmm. when they've made these acquisitions of these products over the years, they've been able to uh, bring along a lot of customers. There's a ton of customers in the market right now that run the Mass 90, the Mass 200 product, even Mass 500, right? Mm -hmm. And those products have kind of been sunsetted. There's some support for them. Like we've talked about, there's always some kind of support you can get, whether it's to a partner, software vendor, but they're pushing customers to these newer products. And there's thousands, tens of thousands of customers in the world that are out here running these products. So, you know, it's, it's, it's definitely a big customer base. Um, I think, you know, per our notes, 6.1 million customers, right? So in 24 countries, so they've got a big reach, right? They've been in business for a long time. And, but, you know, again, acquiring um, Intact, it looks like in 2017 was a big deal for them also, because that's really kind of the go forward platform that we've seen from Sage. And if anybody from Sage hears this and disagrees, tell us in a heartbeat. But that's sort of what we're seeing, if that makes sense. Yep, makes total sense. Um, let me ask you this. How customizable is um, the, the different Sage platforms? Are, are they more of like an all-inclusive type program? Or is it like we, we discussed on another vendor, like more of an a la carte type service program? Um, can you yeah. talk to us a little bit about that? 
You know, their, their products are meant to be more like used out of the box mm. for sure, but yeah. they can be extended also, you know? So, so if we look at like, um, again, intact, um, you know, we've had some implementations where we've worked with intact and, and the implementation partners are able to build a lot of different things around that product. So it's definitely extendable for sure. I would say the Sage 100, um, you know, some of the, the other kinds of the other products are a little less customizable, but then you look at Sage X3 and it's very extendable or customizable. So mm-hmm. it just, each one of these is a different product set. Like it's a different code base. So, you know, again, uh, people that are, that you, as you are listening to this, you know, your skill set may be an expert. A lot of people aren't that way. <laughs> right, right, right. Many, many people in ERP aren't that way uh, because it's so damn complex. I'm even like, now, what is Sage X or Sage X3 again, right? Like, I have to constantly keep our team informed on what, what's That's going right. on with these products. I actually just met with a, um, a VP of marketing that covers Sage X3, and he gave me sort of a, a debrief on their roadmap, and I was blown away at what they're doing with that product. So, you know, there's good stuff that Sage is putting into these solutions for first, but a lot, but first, you have to, when you say Sage, you have to say what product. Otherwise, it depends. It depends on what product you're talking about. Right, right, right. So with that, can you talk to us a little bit about the pricing structure for Sage wow. and the variety and the diff- different platforms? Yeah. Yeah. Again, not getting an anything confidential. Um, mm-hmm. The Sage platforms, the Sage products are priced more on kind of a typical basis, meaning, um, you know, you've got user pricing, you've got modules or additional functionality pricing that equals an annual recurring amount that you'll pay every year. Um, as a subscription. And that amount that you pay every year covers things like support and maintenance for the product and make sure that you get the new upgrades and all that kind of stuff. So definitely, I would say more traditional subscription-based pricing. So it's a subscription-based pricing model, I should say, first, and within that, very traditional based on the number of users and modules that you choose. Right. Um, Well, let me ask you this, Sean. Um, from your experience working with Sage through the years and with a variety of different clients, why does Sage tend to win over their competitors? Yeah, you know, there's some there's some really nice offerings that Sage has. Um, so starting again with Intact for like nonprofits, right? Mm-hmm. Where where they've got a really good solutions around some of the capabilities that a nonprofit needs for fund accounting. Um, so that's that's kind of core, right? And especially the big thing with Sage, as again, sticking on Intact for a minute, is they made the decision to say, we're just going to do accounting and things related to accounting. Other things like sales, or CRM, or uh, time tracking, expense tracking, they may have a little bit of that capability, but they're really going to rely on partners for that. Mm-hmm. So, so, so again, talking specifically on Intact, even to the point where um, the AICPA, the American Institute of Certified Public Accountants, has basically um, has a partnership as an endorsement of Intact as uh, a preferred accounting solution. So, you know, that's and we don't know exactly what all that means. If that's just paid or what is that, right? But, but it's important because it does go to show that that Intact is really pitching as a really strong accounting system and mm. one that plays really well with something like Salesforce. 
So, um, so that's a big reason why it wins is where a customer really just needs that core accounting, man, it fits right in there, very effectively priced against its competition for sure. Um, the Sage 100 products, those win more on kind of a uh, cost effectiveness, you know, pricing wise against competitors, it's pretty inexpensive. There's good partners, same for Intact too, but there's good partners that have been selling Sage 100 for a long time. They know that solution. And usually those partners already have a relationship with other customers because they've been working with those customers on their legacy products. Um, Sage X3 does really well, like I said, in some of the more process manufacturing industries where it's just kind of harder kind of batch requirements. Mm-hmm. Now, let me ask you this. You touched on this briefly um, about the par- partnerships um, with Sage. What is the partnership ecosystem um, with Sage? Can you talk to us a little bit about that? Yeah. And, and it's interesting because um, Sage, I think Sage has, um, I'm trying to look at my own experience here um, as my dog snores in the background. <laughs> All right. It's just a little faint sound. Anyway, oh uh, Erica is going to scratch her head, so she's going to stop. Anyway, um, again, working from home. That's yay. right. That's right. Um, <laughs> so it's, the good. it's good. There you go. The, the partners for, for Sage, um, again, which product, right? So if we look at Intact, I think we have a lot of accounting firms that decided, hey, we're going to sell and implement Intact to our accounting customers. So you've got really strong kind of organizations that understand accounting principles that are implementing um, Sage um, intact accounting. And I love mm-hmm. that because right? they know about accounting. They know the problems that cust- their uh, customers are trying to solve with that product. Um, but, you know, Sage intact, as we report on the on the ERP minute recently, you know, is starting to offer like a construction solution on intact, which is kind of interesting. So there you go. Right. Pretty cost effective solution. And, and I should mention this also about Intact is it is a pure software as a service multi-tenant deployment, meaning when you buy Intact, you're really subscribing to the service, mm. but it's, it's architected in a way where it can easily be upgraded every year. And you're going to get that, that renewal of, of additional feature functionality. Um, no problem. So, so that's another reason why, um, why they win and why it's, it's beneficial. Um, I think, uh, you know, the partners on the Sage 100 side, like I said earlier, these guys and gals, I think I saw one notice recently on LinkedIn that one firm's been in business for 40 years. That's a long time, right? right. Understand enterprise software, how to implement it, how to make you successful. And, you know, that's invaluable. So, so you get a lot of that sort of legacy um, kind of experience, which is great. Um, and then on the X3 side, you have firms that really do understand sort of industries, micro verticals and the requirements there too, because they've implemented for certain areas. Like we had a, a horticulturalist that uh, uh, grows perennials and annuals, perennials and annuals, uh, basically a, a, um, a garden um, um, shop. Right. Um, but not the shop, but they sell to like the big. They box. were the wholesaler, right? Maybe. They're, the, they're even before that, they're the nursery. Oh. Yeah, they're okay. growing the plants. That's hard inventory management, right? Because you're like, oh, how many seeds do we have? Well, that doesn't matter. What matters is how many seedlings and how many different levels of growth do we have in this specific plant, right? So right. there's a partner out of North Carolina called Practical Solutions that built a really nice solution for horticulturalists. And that's who we used for the implementation, did a great job for it. So, you know, X3 brings that kind of micro vertical focus uh, too more specialized 
for yeah. sure. Narrows partners, it down. Yeah. The partners make it more specialized, which is great. Yeah. So Sean, um, again, from your experience working with a variety of clients and with Sage, are there any offerings that you'd like to see from Sage in the future? Um, oh, that's a good question. Um, you know, the thing that I'm seeing is, um, and this is good to tell people, right? Because as you're evaluating software, you're going to need to differentiate these vendors quickly. And um, Sage has a, um, like if you're a manufacturer and you have heavy inventory requirements, Sage actually purchased an application that does like kind of internet-based company inventory management quite well. Um, so, so you sort of have to just kind of figure out what the solution looks like, what's best for you. So I would say one of the things that Sage could do and you should look out for when you're, when you're evaluating Sage is who are you talking to? So if you're talking to a, 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 a partner mm-hmm. that sells Sage 100, right, that's, that's the hammer and everything's going to look like a Sage 100 implementation, but maybe Intact is right for you. No problem. A lot of those Sage 100 partners also sell Intact now. Okay. Right? But if you have heavy, heavy inventory requirements and even manufacturing, most of the partners are going to say, you know, look, we can't do that. Right. Or we have the specialized tools that you have to bring out of these uh, in, independent software vendors that are writing solutions on them. But if you talk to an X3 partner about, you know, batch, or like I said, the horticulturalists, they're going to be great. They're going to be able to answer that question. So you just need to be careful and just be aware, just like anybody else really in the market in this ERP space, because it's so dang complex. Right. Who are you talking to? Right. right? Who are you talking to? And you can simply just ask them, what do you really sell? Just ask that question. And the person's going to say, oh, we sell, you know, solutions that change the world. Got it. But what do you really sell? Oh, right. it's all Sage 100. Oh, okay. And, and who uses that the most frequent? That's the next question. Oh, that's distributors that are from five to um, 200 million. Good. And then why do you win over your competition? So that those three questions will give you kind of the understanding enough of what the offering is so that you'll be like, okay, I finally understand what you do. And I should still call ERP advisors because I'm still confused. Now. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not. I hope not. I mean, hey, this is why we're putting these videos out there so that people have more understanding. But again, if you're listening to this video, you're probably interested in Sage. I really do want you to just be aware that it depends with Sage because there's these different products. That's right. And from many of our other calls, the bottom line, knowing what your needs are and what your business is and knowing those needs and what your business is. And then those three questions, I mean, that would get you a lot farther than most people. That's for sure. Right. Right. I think that's actually right. We should, we should have like a, on our webpage, the three key questions are like, you know, I could like, I could dress like some old, like Moses have like, you know, tablet. (laughs) Right, right, right. Etched in stone, for sure. Definitely with Sage, keep those in mind. Great firm. They they have a lot of market capitalization. They're strong. A lot of R&D throughout the world. A lot of customers throughout the world. Good products, um, for sure. But you just need to know exactly what we're saying. Who are you talking to? What do they really offer? Why do they win over the competition to be fine? That's right. Well, Sean, thank you as always for joining me and sharing um, all your experience with us. It means a lot. So. 
All right. Well, as we continue, you and I will continue our um, vendor series this summer, and we hope everyone else joins us. Um, so be on the lookout for our limited multi-part series that will advance your ERP knowledge and allow you to take advantage of over a century of combined ERP experience from our expert consultants here at EAG. Thank you again for joining us today. Bye-bye. This summer, ERP Advisors Group will be reviewing the most prominent ERP software vendors in the market. For more information about these vendors, please visit our website at erpadvisorsgroup.com. You can also find more EAG content by following us on social media or by subscribing to our podcast, The ERP Advisor.